You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. And I'm Joe Santagato. I'm sorry. Let me laugh real quick. Yeah, hold on. I gave Joe a yogurt-covered pretzel, and he's like, wait to start until I stop chewing, and then I literally just started, so I started laughing. (laughs) I'm like, wait until you take a bite. I'm like, invasion of privacy, everybody. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we have a very special guest here today, Desiree Lavoie Dorsch. Hi. Woo! Whoop, whoop! Mm. Who's actually one of my bestest friends, and it's crazy I haven't had you on yet. She's my, uh, I sometimes say she's the yin to my yang. <laughs> I said I the so. yin. I was like, what? what no, the she? yin, the yeah. yin to my yang. We uh, were the ones that started the whole farts and asshole show that we did for a while. Because mm. Des and I come it's up a very with. very colorful name. A what? What'd you say? Very colorful. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm mumbling. It was <clears throat> um, yeah, so Des and I became friends. When was it? Like two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much two years ago in February. I think February or March. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Long and, relationship. And shut up. <laughs> but no, it was like one of those things where maybe not at first, first, like it took a couple, couple months, but then we started working out together. Like we'd go for runs and our brains are very similar. Mm-hmm. And you were like, Hey, let's not run. Let's just be friends. <laughs> this running is terrible. Yeah. Fuck running. Yeah. Yeah. Once we both know each other, we were able to just stop fucking running You're like this is, <laughs> i've been only doing this because you were doing it yeah. like fuck this uh, have you been running anymore uh not since it's been slippery i've, oh. I've been using very that as, safe like, of you yeah safety first. <laughs> she's been using have that you? excuse like i can't it was snowing like a month ago i can't do that yeah <laughs> no i i just do yoga now which is funny because i used to run all the time like i used to run five days a week and i thought that if i did yoga i would gain weight or something like and now i do yoga three days a week i told you this three days a week 30 minute sessions and my body is the same if not better so and i'm not hurting my joints i tried to Mm -hmm. do yoga once it is the hardest i've like i've been through grueling football camps basketball camps all the shit yoga was the fucking i've never sweat so much in my entire life yes the real kind of yoga is Mm -hmm. hard and i did i did my routine with des and it was i loved doing it with yeah it was hard i like that you were always like Put your leg above your head, and if it doesn't get there, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) My teacher came out. Don't beat yourself up if you can't do it. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a teacher. That's like a kind teacher. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you got to be like, get that fucking leg up there. (laughs) Put it behind your head. I don't care if your groin is fucking. Yeah. You you can't get your leg up there? That's because you're a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... uh, so yeah, we were workout buddies, but we would, it was funny because we were working out when I first became spiritual, actually. It was right after my car accident and she was one of the first people I could have those talks with and she got it like you were as into it. I was it, so excited yeah. when you brought it up because I was like, I was getting into it like around that time too and I didn't want to like, I couldn't say anything to my like other friends who'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> stupid, but then You're I was like, fucking oh, nuts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I said I one so thing. I think I said one thing to you about it, and you said something. I remember you were like, "Yeah, like I look at that tree," and I'm like, "Do you remember what you said about the energy?" And you're like, "Is that a tree or is that just energy?" That I... Oh, I don't remember, but I remember having a moment with a tree when I was on mushrooms once. Really? It was, yeah, it was very symbolic because it was like, I won't get into it, but that's another association with trees, so that's probably where that was coming from. A lot of people do shrooms mm-hmm. have l- things with trees. Mm-hmm. They're very. Uh... What, Joe? I don't know the fucking word <laughs> that I was going to say, but they're something. They apparently. are, guys, trees yeah. are something, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about the public school system, mm. which I know you were saying, you know, Joe doesn't have many strong opinions about yet. Well, I, well yeah, you, you, if you bring it up, I could talk about That's it. That's what I mean. I just don't know where you're going with this, but I do have experience in the system. Oh, you went to public school. I I'm went to public school you. my whole life. It said and until high school how to get out of there you know yeah mm. i um you're definitely I, I know that when we, we start this thing up you're definitely gonna have because it's gonna go along the lines of all the stuff we always say but basically <gasps> because i used to be first of all obviously i went to public school but then i became a teacher which is a whole other way of being in that system yeah and i think it was um probably yeah teaching that i realized how suppressing and stifling the whole system is 
Um, Because as a kid, you're just told that this is the way it is and you don't really have the power to question it. Do you get what I'm saying? Nor do you like question it anyway because you're a kid you're busy yeah. when you're in middle school you're like is someone is this kid gonna finger me or what yeah or maybe that's more high school don't get fingered in no i fingered school. someone in seventh grade you know that's a lot it was a lot I in did. seventh was, grade i just started french kissing it was in spanish class yeah it was right around the time i can't believe you fingered someone in spanish class in spanish class it was huh. crazy <laughs> yeah yeah it's loco <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was the best day ever I guess. How'd you get away with that? I, it, you'd be surprised what happened. There were people who used to have sex in my middle. I went to a crazy what? middle school, like really bad. It was <laughs> wild. People were having sex in the, in the bathrooms, like blowjobs, handjobs. It was crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad you're liking the yogurt covered pretzels, Joe. They're wow. delicious, aren't oh, yeah, they? They're great. They're amazing. <laughs> That's why you're like so scared. I'm like they're chocolate covered pretzels. I don't they're know just... if I like them or if I'm just starving. Oh, okay. Well, well, fair. you will like them now because if you're like really hungry and you eat something, then you end up liking that. Good associations yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love them. I'm taking them. So I guess for me with the public school system, it's like one of the things. I just realized how stifling it is. Th- there's very little freedom. I don't think they teach. For active learners, and th- and by the way, one of uh one of the fans wrote in and asked me to talk about the public school system. I think I e- I have to write them back. Still, I didn't even write them back, but I'm taking it as a topic, um, because yeah, I just one of the things that really bothered me are all the standardized tests. You know, I feel like they're not just, and even having like a set curriculum, like who the fuck decided that this is what you need to know when the other stuff you don't need to know? Like, right. isn't that so subjective? Like. I don't know. It's like, though, this is what you need to know. They're only teaching for the test at this point. Yeah. And they want the test score. And I just feel like... It's Which reflects nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. I, I believe... Because I, I went to college for eight minutes. And, <laughs> and it wasn't because I was bad at school or because I was lazy. Because when I enrolled into college, I enrolled very late because I was deciding if I wanted to go or not. And I told my mom that I already applied and when I didn't. And I, I was like, fuck it. I have to like, you know, whatever. So I just went to a community college and while I was there, I was noticing like, I'm not learning anything. Like we're having a class about fucking commas in English. Like how fucking, why are you teaching me this now? I'm 20 years old. Like, what are you teaching me right now? Commas? (laughs) What the fuck am I paying for right now? You know? And I, I really didn't want to go away to college and, and waste my parents money and i also like believed i was very anti i wasn't anti-school because i'm all for education and learning but i think that there's other ways to get knowledge than school and i agree i I think that the only way to learn things is to do them you can't just fucking tell me out of a book and then now i know because and that's why i think science they have lab where you fucking do it and then you write a lab report on it. It's like you have to do it to actually know how to fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like if you want to know something, go out and fucking learn how to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Everything well, that I've ever tried to learn, I fucking went out of my way to like try and figure it out. You know what I mean? Just if you want to learn that bad, you'll figure it out. Like a lot of um, kind of high level people now are advocating against college. Like the founder of Wired Magazine was saying that for his kids um, and he can afford to send them to school like multiple times. Um, but most people can't pay for like college in this country. It's insane and mm-hmm. really wrong. Um, but uh, he was saying that for his kids, he's like, you don't have to go to college. You just have to figure out something else that you want to do, like a project or if you want to travel. Like if you can do something that's educational, that's not college, like go for it. And so many entrepreneurs now are like, don't go to college. You're going to waste your time. You're going to waste so much money and you're just going to be like below the like, you're going to be far back from the starting line if you do that. Yeah. I feel like it's a for- it's like a form of brainwashing almost. It's like you get there no one knows what they want to do. Well, most people don't know what they want to do. If you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, you got to go to fucking college. You don't know what the fuck <laughs> yeah. you're doing and those people do. That's like do that. Yeah, if, but you're, if you're gonna, gonna be a lawyer, college, you need to know the laws. If right. you're gonna be a doctor, you need to, to fucking know. How to know. Save a life. Yes, you need to know everything. Like, We're not idiots. We're not like, oh, you want to be a doctor? Learn from experience. Yeah, Google yeah. it. Fuck it. But like, <laughs> it, there's there's a lot of things. Like, don't force yourself to be something. You used to have to know. You, you'll know. I feel like you'll know because that's mm-hmm. how I felt. I would go to. I would drive to school. I had class on Saturday and Sunday morning at eight a.m. 
and I was 19, 20. That's like when you like just start getting drunk every fucking night. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I was just, and I, I didn't miss a class. Like I would go to the class every time. And the next semester I enrolled into these classes and I like was trying to go because like I know my parents wanted me to go. And there would be times where I would drive all the way. It was not all the way. It was like 25 minutes. I'm making it seem like it's like 10 hours. Away. But I was like, I would drive, it was like 25 minutes, right? I would drive to school and park outside and just couldn't bring myself to walk in the building. I was like, I can't fucking do it. And I would just wait there for 40 minutes and then drive home. I'm so, so like, glad that you walked away from that. That's, I just, I, I felt like, I was like, I could, Your I could do it. Your soul was dying. Your was like, soul I could was do dying. It, but I just like, I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not gaining anything here. Yeah. There was one class that I took where I felt like I learned a little bit and I had nothing to do with the class. My sociology teacher, she was from South Africa. She would actually like talk and like, you know what I mean? Like she wouldn't mm -hmm. read it. She didn't have, I don't even know if we had a fucking textbook for that class, but she would, you know, say all this shit and she would actually talk. Horrible teacher. I had a 50, I got a 56 in the first test. Like it was bad, but <laughs> She would say things that would open your mind and be like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Or like, you know, this is like you're like learning things. But like everything else, people are just fucking spewing information that they read. Like that's mm -hmm. like I could teach a fucking class if you're going to do that. You know what Read I mean? a book. Buy the book. Yeah. Yeah. Just give me the textbook. I'll fucking figure it out. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to do that. That's why, mm -hmm. you know, and this we're talking college. I'm saying, which is still exactly because, you know, Shane will be like, but I have to go to college. And my ex gets mad when I'm like, well, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, because look at me, you know, I, I mean, I did need to go to college to be an art teacher. I don't know if I needed to go to the kind of college I went to. Like I had four years. The first two years was like bullshit classes, you know, like the core curriculum where I'm taking a math class. Like I, I just took classes that did not help me at all for what I was about to do. Some of the class, I think I could have done a two year education college that would have prepped me just as much. I think it did help, you know, especially the last um, semester in college because I was in I was student teaching. So that's like an internship in a sense. That was very helpful. Um, and also before that, like learning how to write a lesson plan, learning just even how to like, you know, to think properly, okay, take the concept and now you turn it into a lesson. Right. But it did not need to be a four-year thing the way it was. Mm -hmm. um, but even in the public school system, I just feel like there's become this like systemized, they're teaching a way of thinking to kids that's, old it's done do you get what i'm saying it's just like an outdated system um some teachers are are amazing and they're not sticking with that system like one of my friends shout outs to her esther graziano she gets to teach the gifted and talented um in the school and because of that i don't think she has to stick to as tight of a curriculum because it's like not it's not the typical program that everyone's learning mm -hmm. so she gets the lessons she does are so awesome and unique and you know, she gets to see something in real life and be like, oh, my God, I can teach that. And then she puts a lot of effort into it. But it ha I just feel like we need active learning, you know, and I was an art teacher, so I had a whole other environment. But even even as the art teacher, I felt like that environment, they didn't want you to be too weird. You know, don't stand out too much. And it's I mean, and now you guys know me like what a fucking hard thing for me. But yeah. mm. it was just. It was just a really, I just found it a really stifling place to be, the public school system. And it sucks because that's where we're sending kids. And it's very weird how they try to update the way that they teach things. Because I, when I, I like I used to work, well, I like filled in a couple of times for my sister. She used to work a after school program at the uh, elementary school that we went to. So these kids are grades kindergarten to fifth grade. And I went there and like you would just be in class with the teacher and, and if someone needs help with their homework, they raise their hand, you walk over and just kind of help them out. And this kid's like raising their hands and have like math problems, right? They're easy math problems. And I come over there and they're like, oh, I need help like with this. And I'm like, oh, you just do it like this. And he's like, no, no, we're not allowed to do it that way. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah, yeah, that is a problem. He's like, no, we have to uh -huh. do it. We have to loop it and show. And then <laughs> I'm like, just fucking one, two, you're done. Like, I, this is how I learned it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't have to fucking do all this shit. Like, they, they And that creates a lot of problems when you get into the real world, too. If you get into right. the real world thing, there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything. Like, you're going to... Like you're going to get in trouble a lot at work because you're not getting things done because you have in your head this right way and wrong way that nobody told you. Right. It's, it's actually real. It's yeah. like, it, I don't know. I just feel like kids learn Jeez. differently. It depends who you are. Like some kids are better at this. Some kids are better at that. You can't just teach one way. Like they're going to like I add weird kind of, you know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't even add di single digits without writing it down or like fake writing it down. 
Like I just can't yeah. do it. My uh-huh. brother, you ask him any fucking question, like three hundred twenty-five plus four seventy-six, like that, he has the answer. Me, I'm just hold on, just give me just fucking like three minutes, and then I'll give you the fucking answer. You know what I mean? But you, I, I can't do it. You should see when I try to help Shane with his math homework, the kind of fights we get into. Because I'll do that same thing where I'll be like, okay, okay, here's your problem. This is how you do it, and he'll go, no. That's not how you do it. My teacher says you have to do it this way. And I'll be like, but that's going to be the answer quicker. And I don't even know this way that she's teaching you because yeah. there's like a fucking thing to it. And I'm like, just trust me, just do it. And he's like, and we get into fights. He's like, no, you can't do it that way. I'm like, yes, you can. And we just get into this thing. And I'm like, but the truth is, is I probably actually accidentally mess him up yeah. teaching him that way. Cause the teacher might be like, yeah, you did get the right answer. But it's not the way I showed you. I used to get into fights with my teachers like that all the time. Like math is just one of those things for me that like I do it weird, or uh, maybe I do it the a longer way than you're. So, like I, there's probably easier ways, but I just I can get the right answer, but I just do it weird. And I used to get into fights with my teacher like show work. Like that was a big thing. Like you have to show how show me how you got that answer. But like I can't. I don't know. I just have the answer. <laughs> But I just I don't know how to tell you it like in you know what I mean I had just have give it. a really out there like well I fell into this blue energy and I was really I sat there for a little bit and then I use it all the time and also another thing is uh like vocabulary like sticking these words into these kids minds it's like you, they have no idea what the word is they have no idea in high school when I was in high school our vocabulary test I never got under a hundred and I swear because I have a photographic memory like. I That's pretty look, awesome. I could look at a piece of... I swear to God, I used to do this all the time. I used to... And then text the answers to my friend who was in the same class. Both never got under 100 in a test ever. <laughs> you, our, I used to come into class and just challenge myself because it's fun. I, I'd be like, oh shit, we have a test today. Open the book and just stare at it for three minutes. Close the book, get 100. Are you serious? Swear wow. to God. Like That's I could remember like like this word, <laughs> this word. Oh, I remember where it is on the page. It's over here on the left, on the bottom. Bang. That's what the answer is. And just write it down. Like word for word, the, the definition. Or sometimes he'd be like, what's the opposite of that word? Which would also be on the page. And I'd know that too. Like 100 every single one. Well, that's an amazing yeah. skill to have. It's, but it's like, I don't know what any of the fucking words mean. I just know where it is on the page. And, and the same thing. Even if I, I didn't have a photographic memory. If it was just me writing it down on flashcards and just studying those for days. Like, I know what they are for the test. And then I'm like, okay, it means. But this. you're not actually absorbing, yeah. and it's not actually contributing to your life, right? And I'm not mm-hmm. gonna like put that into my repertoire of vocabulary. Yeah, it sort of seems like the main thing is that it's a waste of time, and because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the main thing is that school's a waste of time. But <laughs> but um, with the way that we do it now, instead of like, I, I guess because my mom's getting into teaching Montessori stuff and learning that kind of thing. Um, awesome. Yeah, because uh, with that, I guess the kids kind of go more towards what they're inclined to do. Following their highest excitement. Yeah, Eventsler. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, with the way that we have it set up, it's the kids have to learn this. You have to learn that. And then they also have this kind of like idea of whatever you're worst at. Focus on that and try and get better. So you're kind of like fighting a losing battle the whole time. And if you're also like if you are focusing on something that you're not interested in or like that concerns you at all then you are just gonna like go through it just for the sake of doing it and then you've wasted so many hours when you could have been doing something that you're good at and like really prepared yourself to have a career in that yeah like yeah it's stupid yeah i don't and and the other thing this (laughs) is going back this is going back to the college thing but it's also you might change what you want to do several times throughout Mm -hmm. your life and that is fine i feel like college almost preps you like you need to know at 18 what you want to be, then you're going to invest all this money so you're going to feel really <laughs> shitty when you want to yeah. change it mm-hmm. yeah, in a couple eight, years. Yeah. Me at 18 and me now is a completely different person. And when you're 30, you're going to be a completely different person. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But the way you're living, the way we're all living, all three of us, um, is we're just going with what we want to do. So it's not going to be as hard for us or as shattering for us yeah. if we wanted to shift directions where some people... 
they get so stuck. It's like the, the way the teachers are doing it. You got to do the math problem this way. They get so stuck in their minds that the thought of leaving a job that they've prepared for and done for 10 years is like, oh, well, then I'm going to become homeless. I can't leave it. Right. Like they don't have the belief system and the belief in themselves to actually change. So they, they're stuck. But what they don't realize is that they have stuck themselves. The prison they've created, they're in a prison, but they created the prison. Yeah. And then they have the mindset towards people who are doing what they want to do. Of like, oh, you get to do this. I have to go and be at my desk all day and yeah. everybody hates me. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. of them get angry. Like yeah, when I quit yeah. teaching, uh-huh. I had a lot of angry people, which I'm like, why are you mad that I'm quitting teaching? And they're like, you have a kid and you have responsibilities. And I'm like, going to pay for my kid, not giving him away. Yeah. Don't yeah. know why you're angry. Mm-hmm. You could hear what, th- what they say to themselves just coming out. Mm-hmm. That was like me. Like it was it was almost embarrassing for me. I, like I wasn't embarrassed, but I, I was just kind of like I'm just upset that people would look at me that way. It's just like when I stopped going to school, like after my first year, it was just like kids who were younger than me. Like the next year, then they started going to school. Like, oh, what are you doing? And it was just kind of like it's like hard for me to explain. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just kind of like I can't really open your mind if you're just you know you're just part of that like mindset. Like I need to do this. I need to do that. You know what I mean? It's just totally fine. Like go to school, get your degree. Like education in any form is only going to help you. You know what I mean? Especially, I mean, it it is at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, what school does teach you is organization and discipline. You know how to follow rules. You know how to take notes. You know how to do that shit. All of that just sounded so boring. I mean, it is, (laughs) but but they're necessary skills. They're also necessary skills. Yeah. I'm not saying I couldn't benefit from that. I'm just saying it sounds boring. I mean, it does. Yes, it does. It does sound boring. But I mean, some people uh, enjoy that. But also what my... I would like someone to do my laundry for me. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm not good at doing boring (laughs) shit. What my parents told me when I was in school, they knew I didn't like like it, even in high school. They used to tell me, you can't just not go. You have to have a plan if you're not going to go. Like what... You have to do something else at least. Like I... People listening to this, you can't just be like, oh, I feel the same way. Like, that's just not for me. So I'm just going to stop doing that. You can't do that because in this world that does revolve around money and, you know, that piece of paper, the diploma, you need to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? So you can't just drop out and be like, sitting on your your couch all day. You have to make steps towards something or at least have a plan or something putting your energy into something positive and that you're passionate about right and i and i didn't follow that like i didn't do that and it was the worst year of my life it wasn't you didn't create the videos then no i well like i kind of did but it was nothing then it was okay it wasn't even a a thought like i'm gonna make this i'm gonna make money on this how long have you had the 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 youtube channel for three years i think oh okay but or four i don't know no three i think so it was like a year after that that you dropped out of college it, no, it was it was around the same time that I just just started doing it, so it wasn't oh. even a thing. You know what I mean? So, I uh, I stopped going just because I knew this isn't like what I want, and I have I've always had a strong belief in myself. Like I'll be okay, I'll be fine. Like whenever my dad would like threaten me, like I'm gonna kick you out of the house, I'd be like, what, dude? What you gotta do? Like I'm gonna figure <laughs> it out. I'm not even scared. And then, but I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a job. I didn't work. Or do anything for a year. And you probably felt like shit, right? I didn't. I no. didn't feel like shit. I just felt I just fell into this thing where I'm like, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't even realize you're wasting a year of your life. Like now I know. You know yeah. what? Yeah, I shouldn't say you felt like shit because sometimes that downtime is it. almost necessary. Yeah, and I, I think also like if you don't know what you want to do in college and your only, only other option is like, you know, work a part-time job or whatever job you can get and sit around until you get inspired, that is better than spending like what is it like forty thousand dollars or yeah 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 that's just that's not pocket change like no yeah it's a lot you, of money. yeah yeah it's, it's better pocket change for me <laughs> <laughs> like you better like i don't know it's better to drop out and just watch a bunch of netflix if that's better than going to school for a year and not being you just have to have a, it. you just have to have a plan like you just have to yeah. which is like a hard thing to tell an 18 year old you know what I mean? That's why I feel like yeah, but even you some eighteen-year-old. To... Listen, a lot of eighteen-year-olds, and they do this a lot in Europe, where I forget what they call it, but there's a year where they take off between high school and college. It's called a gap. Yeah, 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 where they go and travel, and I'm yeah. like, that's awesome. You know, if you can, yeah, you can't you can't really do that when you live in New York City, though. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, it depends on how you want to travel, because some people who travel 
literally have like a tent or they just go to different hostels that are really cheap and they just fucking backpack throughout well, these places. I think that the rest of the world is very different than New York City and growing up here. Everything's very expensive. Everything's very busy. Well, and everything you'd have to get out of New York. That's what I'm saying, house. though. You'd have to get out of... No, I'm saying to go travel. Yeah, like before, like a, I didn't get out of my neighborhood until like after high school because everything's right there. You know what I mean? Like, why do I need to go anywhere else? There's there's a park, there's a, a, a deli, a grocery, a club, a bar. What do I need? I, what else do I need? You know what I mean? Like, I love first, what do I need? But that's, <laughs> that's all you need. You know what I mean? So it's like, why would I leave? So it's like, you don't really have that. Whereas there's other places in the country you have to go yeah. somewhere to get something. You know what I mean? You have to travel like you're just not used but to my that. point in general is just in that off period where if you don't know what you're doing go travel if you want go be free shed off that public school system those chains <laughs> you just need to figure you need to like being apart from it like because i could speak from both sides you know what i mean so people like when i actually have these conversations with people they uh like believe me because i did everything i went to college experienced that i didn't go to college didn't work for a year experienced that and now i'm just non-stop working and i will tell you a 10 out of 10 times the non-stop working is the best feeling ever bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Because you're doing what you love. Exactly. And I have no time to do anything else. And I'm still looking for things to do. Like, I will give up sleep to just do more things because it just feels way better waking up knowing you made all this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It feels mm-hmm. so much better because, especially for me, because I I know I went through that whole year where I just took from my parents, like, just, you know, I took for granted everything. Like, I spent their money. I fucking went to college. They paid for that. I didn't fucking do anything there. You know what I mean? God knows what my GPA well, is. Well, now don't you help pay rent and stuff? I yeah. Or the mortgage? I pay mortgage and and bills. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it it's like I I got woken up from being and I didn't even realize that until I started working and well, I maybe, realized but maybe I, you needed years, that time to even get to that place. Maybe you needed that break. You know I, what I mean? I think it uh it just I think honestly, in my case, I got really lucky and it fell into my lap. And now I feel a responsibility to let pe- to not let it happen to people that I know, because I got really lucky because I was doing this thing with the YouTube videos, and then someone just saw the video, and was like, "I want you to work for me," and that's how I got the job for Elite Daily. How and long ago was that? A a year and a little bit. Okay. And I started working there, and I was only working there like from twelve to five three days a week. So I got a little bit into the work, you know, whatever. Then, um, I was doing the YouTube videos also. I had time to do that. Then I started, then I met you and then we're doing the podcast. Now I'm like making a website and I'm fucking teaching myself how to call like all this shit. Yeah. Now I'm doing this all at the same time. You know what I mean? It's kind of just fell into my lap where I was doing nothing. I had, I had $63 in my bank account when I got the job at Elite Daily and I was praying that they were going to give me $200 a week and they gave me $400 a week Wow! when I first started working there. So that was like, oh my God. So like when I got my first paycheck, it was like an $800 paycheck. I was like, oh my God. Like <laughs> I felt like that was the most money I had in so long. And then it just, it just makes you feel good that you're But now you that. also make money off the YouTube channel, right? I have, I have multiple ways of making money now because I'm do I have my hand in a bunch of different things. Good for you. So it's mm-hmm. like, but th- it's like you, you learn that as you, as you go along. You got to plant like, the seeds and try, you know, once you the get thing. the, wi- the, the 
the yep. whole thing of this thing is like once you get the wheels going, you just go. Yeah. Like, but you have to make that step. Like when I was not doing anything for a year, there was a a week where I didn't leave my room. Like, I don't know what it was. I think I think I was just like depressed for a week or some shit. But I was just in my room and just not moving and just like sitting and just like I barely ate and shit. And I just felt like I knew I'm like, this isn't like good. It's not good. You know what I mean? And I just like forced myself to go out and go play basketball. I didn't want to go. I hated every single second of it. I was by myself. Didn't enjoy it the entire time. I was out there for like 45 minutes. But I came back and I was just like, I didn't like feel better. But I was just like, I just need to do that. And I just like gradually started to do that and like eventually got out of that rut. And then, you know, you become a functioning person again. It's easy to fall into that. But, you know, you just have to get the wheels moving and you'll eventually, you know, get get the fucking show on the road. You know what I mean? That's what I try to tell people. Plant those seeds, boo. Yeah, you just got to gotta do something. You got to make steps towards everything. Um, Des actually went to a comedy college, a comedy school, I guess. Yeah. Is after after high school yeah that was uh it's it feels like now like i don't tell anyone and i definitely don't put it on my resume no i do i do but it's like buried like (laughs) deep (laughs) um but uh like i didn't have anything else that i wanted to do um i yeah it was only like it it was eight thousand dollars tuition altogether so it was like I'm like justifying myself now to people who are. I think even it's great. Me. No, but I think but, it's great that you did that. See, like well, shit I like think... that. I would. I love hearing that. Like from people. Like even people who went to a trade school. Like, dude, at least you fucking. Yeah. Like I'm not doing this shit. Well, I'm not and, gonna and read. There <laughs> is a lot of good stuff for like like for trade school or this or that. Like, there's a lot of educational opportunities now. Like, have you guys heard of University of the People at all? No. It's a free online university, like accredited and everything Whoa. by whatever board gives accreditations. And you can take, they only teach um, business management and uh, computer programming because those are the two main things that'll get you an actual job. But it's free to, for anybody. Like you have to Whoa, do the actual courses awesome. and stuff. But yeah, but like if you spend like 8,000 bucks, but that, <laughs> but that school, I think that that was more, I wouldn't even say that that was like, that was less of a waste of time than grade school was or any kind of academic thing because that one like was so much more of like learning how to live. And they would teach us, like, just embrace your inner darkness, which I think was the theme of the whole thing. Which, you know, I'm all about. Years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super Your important. shadow side. Yeah. 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 And she actually, she met, because uh, Des is from Canada. She met there Nate McIntosh, who's been on yeah. here mm-hmm. several times. Um, <laughs> Jay. You remember Jay? He came on. Aton. Um, her husband, Tim Dorsch. So, like. Yeah, we all I'm missing a bunch of people, too, um, but. Yeah, there's a ton of people they just, who went. The, I'm trying to think of who like our listeners would know. Yeah. But yeah, she met a bunch of like awesome, creative people. And it was weird to be like in a group of people who all think exactly like you do. Like that was the only experience I've ever had like that, which was like, these people are all insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's like so cool to me. Like even when, even in high school, which is those years where everyone's kind of like you get thrown into a clique and that's it for high school. Like whenever someone would be doing some something, not I want to say weird, just something that's not the norm. Uh huh. Like I would be all I'd be like, yo, that's fucking awesome. Like there was just some kid that was like shooting music videos with his cousin, and like I'm like, yo, that's fucking sick. Like and that was before I was in doing any type of video shit. I was like, yo, that's mad cool. But like everyone's just all about like, oh, yeah, yo, just like you know. Whatever. Well, that's the public mm-hmm. school system. It definitely they act like they don't, but it it they really push conforming. Um, and even the teachers do. And I have a joke about this where I say it's confusing because they have all those inspirational posters hanging all over the place where it's like, follow your heart um, during recess. This yeah. is, I'm literally like doing my bit, yeah. but, but it makes sense here. And then it'll be like, don't compare yourself to others. Be unique. Now take the standardized test. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like it's so conflicting. And they say those things like the follow your heart, but they don't actually mean it because the behavior of the school system doesn't back that up. Yeah. They really yeah. don't want you to be weird. And even when I, as a teacher, was just being weird, they were like, get your shit together, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah. And like I said, I, I think even <clears throat> the grading system is pretty messed up. You know, I, I like I don't get grades now. I don't want fucking grades. You do it. You, you try your hardest. I think they need to be teaching kids how to find their passion, how to be motivated, how to try their hardest, how to find um, find answers. But I, what I mean is like, go through their own experiments to Mm -hmm. find the answers that fit them. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think there are other lessons and concepts to be teaching. Even the way they teach history, 
Like I look back on the history they used to teach us. It's so fucked up. It's like yeah, it's so really for the white inaccurate. man. Yeah, it's so yeah. inaccurate. It's like the winning side makes the history, and we're not even gonna think about anything else, any other possibilities of what actually happened. Yeah. They left out a lot of stuff that America did that's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. I guess now they're getting more honest about teaching like the Trail of Tears and what mm-hmm. we did to the Native Americans. Like I think now we're starting to at least admit that stuff in public schools. But there are so many things that they still hide to the public mm-hmm. um, that, you know, you read. Yeah, you read the history textbook and it just sounds like America is just we are the best. <laughs> yeah, it's we very can do like... no wrong. I think mm-hmm. that our, the new generation is the best and worst generation that's ever they're the worst because they're the most spoiled they have everything at the touch of a fucking button obviously with their phones but they're also the best because i think that i think the world is becoming less like homophobic they are more aware of certain things they're uh more creative or Mm -hmm. people are creative but they're more like will take steps towards uh autonomous it's more Mm -hmm. like there's autonomy because of the the phone thing they can google anything and find the actual answer yeah i mean we have a ton of 14 year olds all the way up to 18 year olds you know and higher listening to this so there are kids who and i and i i know i talk about a lot of raunchy things but i don't even care i don't like because first of all when i used to teach middle school i would listen to what those kids were saying they already know all of this yeah first of all yeah i knew this Mm -hmm. But, you know, what I love about it is like they're thinking for themselves and they're questioning things and they're knowing that things are off. And I get a lot of emails from those girls and guys being like, yeah, you know, I knew something was up They're They're more aware. So I know what you're saying. Like there is a spoiledness to it a little. Um, but I think maybe we're viewing it as spoiled because we didn't have that technology. Yeah, or something. I think that I there's even... a lot of kids who just abuse it. Like they just like are are. That's just being a kid, though, don't you no, think? No, no, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that they're spoiled, per se, either, because it's also, like, with great power comes great responsibility. And, like, now people are, like, I've never, until, like, being an adult, heard of kids killing themselves because they were getting bullied. Like, I'm sure it happened. But now that people have everything at the touch of a button, including, like, 40 people who are calling you a slut, yeah. or, like, yeah, like, the, all of your humiliation is available at the touch of a button is like i don't know because that that puts you in such a position of responsibility for everything now that you have this power yeah which i I think they're too young to to have that it's like giving a kid a grenade and like don't pull the pin like because you'll die no absolutely like i i tell kids all the time like if if you don't like get off the internet man like you need to go out in the fucking world and figure it out there like this will always be here and you can figure it's fucking easy because it's fake you know what i mean like go out there and learn some real shit because on here when i was younger i didn't have fucking internet you know what i mean like i if someone was talking shit about me they would have to say it in front of me otherwise i wouldn't fucking know you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. i would never know that's that 40 people were saying i was a fucking faggot or some shit i don't know but i like like but on the internet you see everything everything and not only that kids are looking for it they mm-hmm. want to make sure no one's saying anything so they'll still fucking search for it it's like ter- like you're trying to upset yourself mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like a it's like a girlfriend going through your boyfriend's phone like you're don't you're going, do it girls yeah. don't do it <laughs> you're going through his his phone to try and make yourself upset you know what i mean like yeah you are setting yourself up when you do that exactly mm-hmm. you're also putting off an energy out there what do i always say no i think my friend emma always says it like you can only take care of your side of the street mm-hmm. you know so if you're putting out this paranoid energy of like okay whether or not your guy's cheating that's on him well you always say that too it's on him why put yourself in a state of always worrying about it so when you're checking the phone and checking stuff and playing detective you're setting yourself into this like energetic wheel mm-hmm. of being in that mindset of is this happening to me it's like First of all, if you're really thinking that he's cheating on you, maybe you should get out of the relationship if you don't trust the person. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, even if you just have issues, work on fixing those trust issues and not on going through his shit, mm-hmm. you know, because you're you're doing it to yourself now. Now you're living in this paranoid, unhappy state. I'd rather be happy and getting cheated on than be like paranoid, unhappy and getting cheated on and just always looking for it. Because either way, mm-hmm. it's going to it's going to fall apart eventually. Anyway. And that's, that's yeah. how kids live on the Internet, you know. Just paranoid Constant state. Constant paranoid state. Not all the kids. Uh, but a majority. Because I deal with those like fangirls that age where they're fanatic about whatever. You know what I mean? For no reason. They're happy one second and and suicidal 
on a, uh, another second. About In you? Uh, no, about girls, anything. Though. Anything <laughs> like that's, <laughs> but you know what it uh-huh. is. It's it goes back to the responsibility. You're not old. You're not. I don't even care how this sounds, but when you're you're just not old enough for that. You're not old enough for the internet because you have no idea what you're doing. You don't understand the power of it. Like you can't go on the internet and be 13 years old and be like, Harry Styles didn't retweet me. I'm gonna kill myself. Because when all those kids joke about suicide on Twitter like that, there's another kid reading it like this is what you, oh this is what you're supposed to like this is how you get what you want like you threaten suicide and then kids just read about suicide all the time now they say that word what the fuck is suicide and then they look it up oh it's like that it's to kill yourself people are upset they so they kill themselves and then they just fucking do it you know what I mean I had no idea what the fuck suicide was I had no idea what that was when I was younger. No one was talking but about But you know that. what it really comes down to, I think, is communication between parents and children. Because if the parents open up a good dialogue mm-hmm. about that stuff and the parents aren't in up their own ass, like I'll say to well, Shane... Well, parents are shitty. I know, but Shane... Listen, <laughs> Shane has access to the internet because, you know, he has an iPad and it has Wi-Fi. So him and I have talks about it, you know, and it's like in terms of the suicide thing like you talk to your kid about suicide and depression and you know if you ever feel that way you come to me have that open dialogue because Mm -hmm. the girl who's threatening to kill herself because you didn't tweet her back yeah there's an imbalance going on of course every teenage girl has like emotional waves but to be threatening that is a whole Mm -hmm. other thing and if a parent's communicating you know and they're and then yeah a parent's man I, i get I get upset when parents just don't aren't. What would the word be? They're just not on top of their kid. They just don't yeah, care. Or in denial. There you go. When a parent's in denial, yeah. a kid could even go up to their parent and be like, I'm depressed. And a parent's like, you're fine. Yeah. Like, listen yeah. to your kid and pay attention. Don't pay attention and then, you know, reprimand them. Like you're paying attention. And you're like, oh, my God, you went on that YouTube channel. You know, you're not allowed to. Don't just do that. Have a dialogue like, oh, you went on that YouTube channel. Okay, it might be a little inappropriate. Let's let's talk. How and much do you my, know? My YouTube channel's wildly inappropriate. Like I've had, Is it? it's it's not. You shouldn't be watching. My parents wouldn't let me watch it if I was that age. They would. My parents are great. I tell parents. Shane, I'm like, do not go on mommy's YouTube channel. <laughs> my my parents are great parents. They 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 did a very good job of sheltering me from bullshit and letting me do whatever the hell I wanted at the same time. That's awesome. They wouldn't even let me be in the same room if there was a sex scene in a movie they'd be like go out of the room That's and crazy. I, i'd have to walk out of the room but on the, at the same time i was in fourth grade or third grade i didn't have to be home till nine o'clock at night you could just go just go out like just go out and just do whatever the fuck you want and come home be home at, be home at 6 30 for dinner be at home at 11 for the night and but they wouldn't I'm, i wasn't allowed to curse in my house until two years ago and that's and, hysterical and i'm 20 years old so I'm, I'm, I was 20 Shane's years old. Shane's allowed two years ago. to curse. Two years cool. ago? Two years ago? I was Not 20 in years school, old. but I, I wasn't don't... allowed to yeah. say suck in my house. Stop wow. it. Wow. Swear to God. Everyone's older than me. My brother's 30. In what context? Any. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't allowed to say shit. I wasn't allowed to say shit, ass, any of that. My dad would flip out. He'd be like, don't fucking say that. Like, whatever. My, my, my friends come to my house. They're all my age, whatever. No one like curses. Re- I mean, now like it's it's more open. Like I'm 22. I'm the youngest now, so it's like it's not a big deal. It's still like don't curse. Like especially in front of mom. Like don't curse. But it's like, it's it's just one of those things. Like there's certain things like to to shape you into not being such a piece of shit. You know what I mean? But also you're also cursing giving the so because I think about cursing a lot. Because on one hand, it's nice to be able to use other words to express your feelings. You yeah. know. But on another hand. It's just a word. I feel like there's an interesting balance. I probably haven't found the balance yet. But you wouldn't say, listen, you wouldn't say fuck in an important meeting. No. Right. And that's just how things are. Well, it depends. It is just yeah, a word. Yeah. And I agree uh-huh. with that. I curse all the fucking time. See? I think I think also, like, certain industries, like, they're like, all right, we'll see if you say fuck. And if you do, you're cool. Like, there are certain <laughs> industries that are like that. And it's like, oh, if you want to be one of the big boys, you have to say, fuck this proposal. <laughs> like, yeah. there are, the world is changing I go into in my next uh, meeting and I go, fuck this proposal. And they're like, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> but it's like, if you wanted to be polite, you wouldn't dream of cursing. And that's just no, the way I it get is. it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I well, it's a colloquialism thing, and I think in writing also, like a lot of people, like with the English, like there's other ways to express yourself. But I think that there are sometimes when putting fuck and like shit and all that, and all that is like really the right way 
because um like for my husband he was writing a script about factory workers and then we're like well you know to get it like uncensored you have to like take fucking shit out of there so there's like all these factory workers saying like darn and it's <laughs> so unrealistic right. and that's not good writing right like you know no, yeah, just absolutely. To, to i mean rally I'm, for cursing. All I'm saying is like in the real world people say shit fuck all the time doesn't matter who you mm-hmm. are i bet the pulp is cursing right now but mm-hmm. I don't know if the Pope is. I'm sure he is. He's know. over there burning his finger on like a holy candle and he's going, fuck. I, I would love a Vine video. <laughs> holy shit. Fuck. Of the Pope burning his finger. Going, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I don't know, man. I, I just think that parents need to be better. They're shitty right now. Just more involved and, and not. They just don't care. You know, but as, as not I, in denial. Because listen, I definitely have moments where I'm like, man, I could step my parenting game up right now. But. I'm always my dialogue with Shane is always open. He knows he can come to me with anything and right. there's no judgment, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm very honest. I'm very honest with what, you know, he could come to me whatever age and say, Mom, I'm having sex. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, you're not. I'll, I'll have a talk with him about safe sex and not just safe sex about, hey, if, you know, like what we just did on the last podcast. I would talk to him about, you know, why it's not good to have sex with everyone in the world, but mm-hmm. it's still up to you. Because I remember it didn't matter what my parents said to me. I was going to do what I was going to do when I hit a certain age. But I think it's really great to just. My dad literally said to me, when you're ready to have sex, come to me and I will buy you condoms and birth control. And she did. And he did. Mm -hmm. And you were 16. Yeah. That's insane. But I'll tell you what. He helped me not get pregnant. Yeah. If he uh, he, that I was going to have sex regardless. Seriously. I was going. I was ready to fuck. I was fucking. (sighs) <sighs> my dad helped me not get pregnant, not get STDs because Chad was fucking around back then. Okay. Did not know oh, that. God. Oh, wow. when, your name, when your name's Chad, <clears throat> you're fucking around probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So. There ha- but the, I think there has to be ha- like, a, like I said, like a, like a happy medium where there's like for me, I had, you know, a lot of freedom, but also couldn't do certain things that all my friends could do. You know what I mean? But. My parents made sure that I acted right, but I also had the freedom to do whatever the hell I wanted. So I never in my life felt like I had to rebel against mm-hmm. them in any way. So I, like, but you I also like, had a certain moral right. I had I had compass. it because my my dad and my mom, you know, drilled it into my head to, you know, this is you know good. Thing. And my dad is like a a great guy in that he always does things for other people. Sometimes my mom would even say, like, you help everyone else, you're going to do shit around here. You know what I mean? Like, he'll help anyone at the drop of a hat. Like, I need you to pick me up now. He lives in fucking North Carolina right now. If I was like, dude, I'm so drunk, I'm in Manhattan, can you come get me? He'd be like, I'll be there in eight hours. Like, like he's just, that's the type of guy he is. And, like, seeing that, like, you know, that's a good quality that you would want to follow. You know what I mean? I well, like that was think. their balance. I mean, that's your parents found a good balance. Right. You know, so it's really about that balance of freedom, but also not complete freedom where there are no, right. you know, rules or whatever. There has to be some kind of guidance um, without. You don't want them to rebel. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. feel like anyone acting at, at in a rebellious way is you're just doing something that maybe you don't even want to do, but you're doing it just to prove a point to them. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. So it's like, I never had that feeling in my whole life because I was able to do, you know, most of the things I wanted to do because they were just like, go ahead, like, you know, do whatever. And a lot of kids weren't allowed to do that. A lot, a lot of kids weren't allowed to do what I was doing and I wasn't allowed to do certain things that they were doing. You know what I mean? But I feel like I got yeah. the better end of the stick because I get to, I got to explore, you know, the real world and outside and whatever, but I was sheltered from other stuff. But yeah. Your parents were pretty strict, right, Des? I was, well, I was the opposite because my parents let me watch and like listen to anything I wanted. And they were like cool with like, they would swear in the house and stuff. And then we were told that we weren't allowed to swear until we were 21. But then we'd ask our parents like, can we do the swear words? And then <laughs> <laughs> me and my sister would go, okay, fuck, shit, damn, bastard. Adorable. <laughs> and That's then, so funny. Yeah. So we'd be allowed to do that if we asked. Um, but yeah, we also like we weren't allowed to ride our bikes outside of the yard. Um, and uh, like we couldn't walk on the side. Well, there wasn't a sidewalk, so we couldn't like walk down the street um, a lot of the times unless there wasn't an adult. Uh, and like a lot of the times I wasn't able to like go to a friend's house if it was raining. Um, if it was raining. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that just sounds like your parents were being mad lazy there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so like stuff like that I wasn't allowed to do. Um, so I've rebelled pretty much i guess in college but i don't think i was as rebellious as i felt like i was being well like i feel like our friend jay he rebelled 
Yeah, yeah, he's pretty rebellious. Because his parents were pretty strict. So, like, he got there, rebelled. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's right. It's how it works. When you have all those confines on you, you're going to, you want to shake them off. So, yeah, I think you do, as a parent, have open communication. Don't be crazy, ridiculous, strict. It's just not going to work out. And but also you need to have guidance. That doesn't mean just be like that cool friend parent where you're just like, here, man, here's a joint. Let's smoke it together. Like yeah. that's, that's my parents. Like we, we can have open conversations. But as soon as you cross that line, they'll let you know, like, no, you're not going to fucking say that shit. It's like, but we could talk as like friends. But if you if you say something, it's like you're not going to say that. My parents still don't curse like at all. Your mom's pretty adorable. Well, my, my dad, like he'll curse like in fr- my dad will never curse like in front of my sister. Oh, she's that's a, lame, though. He, he will curse in front of the boys and not the girl. Yeah, oh, I find that offensive sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's just how he was brought up. You know what I mean? curse in front of a lady. He always tells my, he always tells my friend, he used to tell my friends that, too. Like, don't curse in front of, uh, like, when my mom and my sister would go out, like, every Sunday. Cause my well, I'm, I'm not a lady, so he can curse in front of me. Yeah, you're I a lick, fucking... I lick that asshole. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, by the way, someone, uh, one of our, one of our uh, listeners, Annie, she also listens to Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. She sent me this hilarious picture of these chocolates that look are made to look like buttholes i, I saw swear. that i saw you posted on instagram <laughs> yeah right? yeah did you hit like you just saw it. you didn't hit like whatever I, think I did i hope you did anyway because now i know you saw it so if you just like saw shut it, up anyway she said <laughs> she said it to me and she's like made me think of you because i always talk about licking tim's ass are they like <laughs> meant to look that way or are this just like by chance no they they make them look like a butthole oh, okay but it's it goes in it's like convex which is a little weird so I, I'm like i've like, never yeah, that is yeah. if your asshole's caving in go to a doctor immediately <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible we actually have to wrap it up uh des where can they find you mm. um actually if you need any uh video editing or graphics work go to desiree she's an amazing editor yeah yeah go it um d-e-s-i-r-e-e-l-a-v-o-y do you have a twitter or no I do, but I don't use it. Okay. So yeah, go to our go to our website. Joe. You guys can find me on Twitter at Joe Sanagato. Kate. Uh you can find me on Twitter at the Kate Wolf. Two Fs. And then uh email us invasion of privacy podcast at <laughs> gmail.com. And once again, doing the tarot numerology, blowing people's minds, shedding light in their lives. Not to brag. Is that your fucking <laughs> slogan? That's a slogan. It is now. So Blowing uh, people's what? Yeah, minds? I do it with Tim. We're the magical unicorn rainbow healers. Okay, fucking hit us up. You can email me invasion of privacy podcast at gmail dot com. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc